Welcome to the Love and Light Podcast, where we talk about self-love, growth, healing, and personal development through real-life experiences, valuable lessons, and unique stories of inspiration towards living a life of authenticity, self-awareness, and abundance. I am your host, Chrisal Sokol, and I would like to honor, acknowledge, and thank you for listening to this show. Hi, welcome to another episode of the Love and Life podcast. If you're new here or if you are one of my consistent listeners, I would like to honor and acknowledge you for being here. Thank you so much for choosing to listen to this podcast. Our previous episode is about how to create boundaries, so if you haven't listened to that yet, I highly encourage you to check it out. The episode today is going to be about how to have clarity in life. We are going to talk about making space for abundance, love, and joy to enter into your life. So this episode is, of course, inspired by my mentor and life coach, Coach Russ Huson. And I'm really excited to share what I have learned with you. So let's just go ahead and get right to it. Clarity, as defined by Britannica.com, is the state and quality of being clear. We're not just going to talk about physical clarity. We're also going to talk about our emotional, mental, digital, and financial clarity, and why being clear around all that I have mentioned is important. I would like to begin by telling you the importance of having clarity in our lives. For one, clarity helps you find focus and direction in life, whether we're talking about relationships, money, or even business. The principle of clarity may be applied to every aspect of my life or your life. You know, I won't be able to create the type of relationships that I desire if I don't know what I want in a relationship. If I am unsure about how I want to spend my free time, I will also not make the time or create the opportunities to do what I enjoy. I will not be able to attract any clients or will attract the wrong clients if I am unsure about the type of clients I want to attract to my business. If you want to attain specific results or manifest specific things or situations in your life, then clarity is essential. Do you have clarity about your career, your relationships, your health, your free time, your friendships, or just about anything else? The first area to have clarity in is you, your mental clarity, your life choices, your actions, your intentions, and so on. I will begin by asking you this question that seems simple, but some find it a little hard to answer. My question is, who are you? If you don't know yet, who do you want to be? Why am I even asking this? Because every other choice you'll make will be based on who you are, what you want, and what your goals are. I used to be so lost in life before. I felt like I wasn't going in any direction as if my life was just put on hold. I didn't know what to do, what I wanted, what I didn't want. You know, making a choice for me was really confusing and I often needed support from people because I needed guidance. I basically had no answer for anything. It was only until I found my true self, then I began cultivating self-love and making better choices for myself. And I remember asking myself what I didn't want, that's how I began. I knew I didn't want the lifestyle I had put up with. I knew I didn't want to be surrounded by negativity. I knew I didn't want the fact that my life had basically no contribution to the world or to humanity. 
after many days of dealing with my own inner demons and darkness, I finally found the light and the light actually was me all along. It's the same for you. It's the same for anyone else listening. You know, before I came to the point of reaching love and light, I really had to go through a lot of shadow work, healing work. And believe me, there was a lot that I had to release. And a huge part of that was meditation, which really allowed me to release a lot of things and be who I am today. It wasn't always smooth sailing and it wasn't really as easy as most people think it was because most days there was a lot of voice that's coming up and telling me that I'm never gonna be who I want to be or I'll never be loved again, I'm not accepted, I'm not worthy, all these negative self-talk just keeps popping up out of nowhere. But I really put in the effort to practice self-compassion and forgiveness to myself. I had to release a lot of my anger, guilt, shame, and I had to own what I did. Who I became and the outcome of what happened. You know, I took all responsibility, accountability, and I stopped being mad at the universe for putting me in that place. Because I had to go through the darkness to really be able to appreciate the light. I finally understood who I didn't want to be and who I actually wanted to be. That was the start of how I found clarity in life. So if you're listening to this right now and you feel like you can relate to my story, I just want to tell you that if you have made a big mistake and you resent yourself for it, I'm here to tell you that you are not and will never be defined by one mistake. It doesn't have to be you. You don't have to live in that story of self-loathing or self-hatred because it will not serve you in any way. I hope you have or at least tried to practice having a sense of clarity in your life. It doesn't have to be in one area only. You can practice it in your office when your colleagues invite you over to dinner, but you know and feel deep down in your heart that you don't want to go there because they're toxic and they're just going to talk about gossiping and, and all that stuff, you know, that fact is clear for you, then don't go. You don't have to people please. You don't have to surround yourself with people that you don't even like in order to be accepted. At least be clear around your theory of space or who do you want to spend time with. You can also practice being clear at home when your mom or dad asks you what you want for dinner. Try giving an appropriate answer instead of just, I don't know, or bahala na. Second area in your life to have clarity in is your physical space. Which means, how is your environment right now? Is it neat and clean or is it messy and cluttered? Is the floor clean? What about your workspace? Are there any pieces of candy wrappers, old receipts, crumbs of food there? How about your closet? Are your clothes neatly folded or... Does your closet explode each time you open it? Our physical space is very important because it affects our mood, the way we feel, how we focus, and how we think. Our physical space is often a reflection of our mind. If your mind is cluttered, so is your physical space. I remember my mom always giving me a long lecture around this whenever she sees my room really messy. She's always reminding me that this is a reflection of who I am. So I 
remember and i can relate this back to what my coach always says how you are in one thing is how you are in everything for me it's also a big no to be surrounded with clutter dirt and messy things i always organize my stuff i clean my room every day and make sure that all my items are where they are meant to be this allows me to improve my mood my focus my concentration and more importantly how i make choices I cannot focus or think or even make a choice when my physical clutter is in the way. I can't stand the sight of it. Sometimes we make excuses such as I don't have time to clean or I'm too busy. But what we don't know is it's just not our priority because we make time for important things. Wouldn't you agree? Just observe yourself the next time you encounter physical clutter. How do you react to it? What feelings are coming up for you? Can you actually make a decision that you want with your environment? What about your mood? Has it improved? Or did you feel anxious and stressed the moment you saw the clutter? Research shows disorganization and clutter have an effect on our brains. Because our brains like order and constant visual reminders of disorganization actually drains our cognitive resources. This reduces our ability to focus, and the visual distraction of clutter just increases cognitive overload and can actually reduce our working memory. If you have a disorganized space, maybe this is a gentle reminder or a sign for you that it's time for you to declutter, clean, and organize your things so that you can make room for love, joy, and abundance to enter your space. Hindi makakapasok ang biyaya sa buhay mo kung punong-puno yan ng mga bagay na hindi naman talaga kailangan. Just like when you enter a crowded elevator, imagine if the elevator's limit is 10 and there are 11 people there and you wouldn't allow some of them to leave because you think they matter even if some of them are toxic or of no use to you. How can you make space for people that actually matter to you, that you love? People who are encouraging, joyful, and loving if that elevator is clogged and crowded. The third area for clarity is our digital clutter. How many of your emails, messages, and chats are unread? What about your gallery? How many photos there actually matter or make you happy? Are there any unnecessary screenshots in your gallery that serve no purpose in your life anymore? Baka kaya hindi pa nag-e-email sa'yo yung inaplayan mong trabaho Kasi sumasabog yung email mo. Or in English, maybe the reason why you're waiting so long to receive an email from the company you applied to is because your email notifications are exploding and basically clogged. Our digital clutter is just as important as our physical clutter. Notice where you spend most of your time in every day. Do you spend more time digitally or physically? Maybe both? Then make sure there's no clutter. What I do is before I go to bed, I make sure that all my emails, messages, and chats are read so that blessings and abundance can enter my life when I wake up. Also, don't forget to delete any unnecessary photos in your gallery. This will allow you to document moments that really matter to you. Don't forget to also clear your social media, unfollow the negativity, unfriend the toxic ones, unsubscribe from things that are actually clogging your emails, and notice the difference right after doing so. 
Is it just me or do you also find decluttering very therapeutic? Because I always do this whenever I feel like I'm not happy with my space and I'm sensing a different kind of energy or vibration. I actually always declutter whatever I see in front of me. And right after that, I will feel lighter and happier keeping the things that make me happy and gives me joy and serves purpose in my life. So I'm always really excited to give away stuff because I know that meron kapalit na mas maganda. Don't get me wrong, but I always declutter things that don't have any purpose anymore. Hindi naman necessarily lahat ng gamit ko binibigay ko. So I only keep things that matter and are important to me. So maybe this is your sign to start deleting apps, emails, pictures, and contact numbers that doesn't serve you anymore. Fourth area is our emotional clarity. Are you able to identify what you're currently feeling right now? If you don't feel good, can you actually release it? Our emotions highly affect and influence the actions that we make on a daily basis. So it's important to also clear out the not-so-good emotions we have because we wouldn't want that. How does anger feel with you when you don't release it? Do you automatically lash out at anyone you meet because there's just so much anger piled up within you? Learn how to catch yourself whenever you're feeling an emotion other than the positive ones, such as happy emotion, joyful emotion, excited emotion. If you get up every day and you dread it the moment you wake up, ask yourself what's not working. After you identify it, maybe learn how to release it or make a change. Because what's really holding you back from truly being happy is yourself. If you're scared about something, identify why and what to do about it. Don't just stay in that area where you're just scared, you know? Our emotions just want to be heard and released from our system. And the best way to deal with this is again, meditate. Learn how to sit with your thoughts and emotions. Again, sit with it, not react to it. Learn how to be an observer of your mind and feelings, just as how you observe the sky. Sit with yourself, breathe, and ask yourself, how are you really feeling? Do you feel anxiety? Are you overwhelmed? Has someone upset you? Talk to your feelings. Don't judge it. I used to be unconscious or unaware of what I felt. And in the past, whenever I used to feel pain, I always tried my best to deny it by the different negative coping mechanisms, such as drinking till I get wasted and numb, and many more. Now, growing up and by expanding my awareness and consciousness, I realize that my emotions make me human, whether that's pain or joy that I'm feeling. It's all part of life, so again, acknowledge your emotions and release it out of your system. Fifth area is one of my favorites. This is your financial clutter. What does your wallet look like? Are there any old and unreadable receipts stored in there? Is your money disorganized? Is your money folded neatly or not? If you want to make space for abundance and joy to enter your financial life, clear out the things that don't really matter, such as old movie tickets, old receipts, expired coupons, expired credit cards, crumpled papers, candy wrappers, and whatever nasty thing you have in your wallet. My tip for you as a financial coach is to organize and fold your money neatly. Remember, everything is energy. So if the wallet you have is producing good energy, 
then what are you going to attract, right? Money doesn't like to be in a place where it feels like it has no value. And the way you show value to your money is if you treat it nicely with respect and care. My wallet only contains the important IDs, cards, and my money is folded in the same way, organized by value or by color, and I make sure that there are no unwanted receipts or coupon in there. By making sure that my financial clutter is clear, I make space for more money and abundance to enter my wallet or my life. Last area that we'll talk about today is about having clarity in our relationships, whether it is romantically or not. I remember talking about how to clear with someone in one of my previous episodes. So here's the structure. Clearing is actually a technique for releasing unwanted emotions and making room for positive ones. It's important to note that this can only be done out of love. To put it in another way, you can't clear with someone with the intention of hurting them or making them feel worse. Clearing is for you to allow yourself to let go of your ego. So here's the structure. Write it down if you have to. First, ask permission from the person who caused you to feel pain or any undesirable emotions. You can go like this. Hi, Bill. Can I have a clearing conversation with you? If Bill agreed to have a clearing conversation with me, then the second thing I would do is to state the positive intention as to why I want to clear. So it can go like this. Bill, I want to clear with you because I value our relationship and I want us to practice effective communication. Would this be a good time? Third, state the situation that made you feel or caused you to feel whatever you were feeling. Share your story, your thoughts, interpretations, and beliefs about the situation that caused you to feel whatever you were feeling. And you also have to share your thoughts and interpretations and beliefs about the person you're clearing with. Fourth thing that you should do is to tell them what you honestly feel. So, did you feel sad, angry, disappointed, hurt? Lastly, you should tell them what you desire moving forward. So, this must be something that you really want or maybe an action plan for the two of you. Here is an example. Bill, I am doing this from love. The facts are you said that you would join me for dinner at 7pm and it's already 10pm and you're not here yet. My story is that you're unreliable and not committed. My feelings are disappointment and fear. What I want moving forward is for you to keep your word with me or at least tell me beforehand that you're not available. Again, don't forget to ask permission when you're going to do this because the person you're clearing with has to be open, anti-fragile, and willing to listen. So Bill can be a representation of your mom, your dad, your siblings, or your romantic relationship, your friends, or basically any relationship that you have right now. So Bill should have a clear understanding of what was said. So after I release or clear whatever I wanted to say, I have to ask Bill, Bill, what are you getting from what I cleared? Then correct this person if he or she misunderstood or misinterpreted it. Make sure that you're clear with one another as you wrap up the conversation and if Bill wants, he can have his turn too. This clearing technique allowed me to safely voice out what I'm feeling either towards my parents, friends, colleagues, siblings, and partner. 
I used to not speak up about what I'm feeling before because of the fear of being judged or being disliked. But after I learned how to validate my own thoughts and emotions, it became easier for me to clear out whatever negative and heavy emotions I have towards a person. To wrap up everything I have said in this episode, if you want to live a meaningful life, you have to have a sense of clarity in your life. Teddy Roosevelt once said, In any moment of decision, the best thing you can do is the right thing, the next best thing is the wrong thing, and the worst thing you can do is nothing. Be clear with who you are. Make sure that your physical space is clear, then your digital space, then your emotional space, then your financial space, and lastly, be clear with the relationships you have in life. The principle of clarity can also be applied to your business or career. And I realized that the beauty of having clarity is not what I am or what I do. It's what I am not and what I won't do. I find people who are clear with their lives very strong and incredible because they know what they stand for or what they want to be or bring into this world. And when I found mine, I've actually found happiness and I can be more authentic purposeful and have actually started to attract abundance into my life. I know it can be hard deciding whether or not something still serves you, especially if you're in business, but once you let it go, and I've had a lot of things and people I actually let go of, there will actually be a lot of relief and joy right after that struggle. I always find myself asking this question when I declutter, so maybe this can also help you. So I ask myself, is this item or person something or someone that gives me joy and peace? Does this item or person still serve me and who I am? Is this item or this person still aligned with me? Sometimes it can get a little challenging, but it's all worth it. Besides, I'm all for leading a happier, calmer, and better life. As I end, here's my questions for you. On a scale of 1 to 10, 1 being the lowest and 10 being the highest, why don't you rate yourself in as far as how clear are you with your life today? Do you know the things that you want and don't want? Is your physical space cluttered? What about your emotions? Are they being released or bottled up? How about your wallet? Is it organized there? How about in relationships? Are you keeping relationships that make you happy? Or are you still too attached to the ones that are not? What kind of choices are you making every day? Are those the choices that you really want? Are you even deciding on anything? How willing are you to let go and clear out your space for more love and abundance to enter into your life? That's it everyone for this episode. Thank you so much for listening. Again, I would like to honor and acknowledge you for choosing to grow and expand yourself by listening to this podcast episode. If you learned a thing or two from me, please don't forget to follow and rate the show. It would mean so much. And you can also share your insights or takeaways by tagging me at Krizalsaka or at loveandlightpodcast.ph on Instagram. See you in my next episode where we will learn how to be more compassionate. Love and light always!